Well, guys, it's fucking October. Is this the first podcast of October? This is the first podcast of October. Yes, it is. Wow. I'm just echoing you. Hello, I'm here. (laughs) Hi. Um, We're also drinking pumpkin spice lattes because because it's fucking October. And it's a quad shot, guys, because wow, I need it. (laughs) We did not sleep well at all last night. I'm going to say a solid like three hours. If my voice sounds weird... I cannot tell if I'm getting sick or if my allergies have just been atrocious. Or if it's just like, I swear, like in Seattle, October hits, it's like, it's fall, bitch. And like the, the air, air is dried cold. up. Like <laughs> I'm going to bust out my humidifier later today. As soon as we're done with this, we're digging out the humidifier from the storage and like... From storage. From storage. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And uh, yeah, we're drinking pumpkin spices. You just had a store launch today. Oh my god, yes, I know. And I've been like, I don't know why. I was just like so stressed about this particular one, even though I had everything together. Maybe it's because you more love... on time. This like, not that I'm like late on things ever, but like it's just like you were really extra. I had like... everything ready, but I was more anxious because it was a lot of new stuff. Maybe it's because like you love fall that much that it just like you really really wanted it to do like fantastic yeah yeah i mean no offense but i'm patting myself on the back and congratulations Why is that offensive? Fuck off. i'm celebrating today that i have now had 400 sales in that four i would months. clap if i wasn't holding a cup of coffee that's great squeezy clap your paws yeah he's <laughs> done that before and then we had to take him to the vet so he wouldn't unstick y'all remember that He's an interesting man. I know. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I have so much more shit that I already have made that I have to do again. And it's just like, um, things are things are grooving. This is like the time of the year where I'm like, it's exciting to be making things. Pretty but much it's from also like, like, whoa, you want to make sure that you're getting everything out before, you know, holidays. with enough time for people to actually decorate for the holidays, you know? It's like now being on the side of like, you know, creating like a, a product essentially that... Because it was kind of like that with YouTube. You'd be like, oh, Halloween tutorials, you know, it's already time. Or fall makeup fucking shit. You can understand how, like, you need to... uh, Think ahead. Yeah, get it out ahead. I saw a photo today of, like, Mariah Carey, like, in an interview on TV that was, like, from recently. And she already has her Christmas tree up in the background. That is so Mariah. And and it was, like, a tweet. She was like, why does Mariah Carey have her fucking Christmas tree up? And somebody was like, it's because she invented Christmas. It's true. She's the true inventor. We all know, like, everyone like what's the meaning of christmas it's mariah carey it is yeah also squeezy eating so loudly he's so loud (laughs) i will never forget when my sister when she was here she said that he eats really loudly and it's weird it's because he's from the wild he still hasn't gotten over that yet i feel that he he still brings out those tendencies and that's what i love him for uh so i have a fact also oh wow that's a shock um a cup of coffee contains more antioxidants than a cup of grape juice. I honestly believe that. What do grapes have to offer besides their sugar? Well, oh, wait, aren't they supposed to be good for flavor. your... Well, I'm saying, like, health-wise, <laughs> bitch. There's a lot of things that are flavorful that are not healthy. Yeah, true. Okay, listen, I know grapes, they, like, yeah, sure, they Something have Something about heart health, right? What does Welch say? <laughs> what does that guy say? Smuggers. With a name like Smuckers. It has to be Welch's. Listen, all the Jews have had so much grape juice in their life. Like, <laughs> honestly, it's a, it's a religious experience Why? Why has that been a thing? Well, when you're little and you're doing any sort of Jewish holiday or ceremony, like, you're supposed to be drinking wine, oh. and then you're just drinking, like, grape juice. 
And I, God, I was just drinking that all the time. What was your favorite, like, juice, like, fruit juice to drink as a child or now, like, whatever? I thought you were going to ask me what my favorite Jew is, and I'm like, Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) Um, Fuck, I don't know. I would say, (laughs) this is a a loaded question. Orange juice. Oh my god, oh my god. I thought he was throwing up, but it's just been drinking. His fountain. Uh, I pick orange juice. Oh, that's so lame. I go for the lame. I'm know? between pineapple or apple. I'm here for the pums, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Is pineapple or just apple, you know? More apple, but yeah. just spiky. <laughs> Honestly, what constitutes, like, you know how an avocado is technically like a berry or some shit? Because it has like a pit and a seed? Yes. So, is, what is a pineapple, you know, in regards to an apple? That's... Is an apple a berry? Because an apple has seeds. I... I have so many questions. I have a lot of questions. Also, I'm still torn on whether tomato is a fruit or a vegetable. It's like, a fucking fruit. And is pizza still vegetable? I want to know. What is... I don't even know what this government is doing. God, the government is doing a lot of fucking weird shit. Well, did you see all the shit that Trump was saying today in Puerto Rico? Fucking Yeah, literally, like throwing rolls of paper towels into a crowd like he's like shooting t-shirts out of one of those like things yeah Yeah, like jesus yeah we're gonna talk about current events now because we might as well get into it because i feel like it's wrong to like not be covering what's been happening in the last couple days at the beginning of the show that that's some fuckery that's going on and i i'm so sorry for any of you that are out there that are in puerto rico i hope you're doing okay and Did you see what he said when he was, like, sitting there next to the fucking mayor? And he's just like, you know, only 16 people lost their lives. And, like, we all have seen Hurricane Katrina. Like, you don't say that. You don't say that as the president, first of all. Any natural disaster where lives are taken is fucking awful. And you don't compare them. Like, nobody's doing that. Second of all, you don't say that in the country. That has just been affected. And that's where the 16 people lived. Yeah. And, like... You don't also be like, wow, you guys are racking up a pretty high debt while like, you're there. Like, acting like they're such a burden. Acting like it's his, so disgusting. his life in the White House is not the biggest economical burden on this country when the Secret Service is, like, out of fucking money. God, it's know? like, I cannot... How does he not have a fucking, like... He has to have someone running PR for him. Like, what the fuck? How does he get away with saying this shit after you see him, like... He dedicates a fucking golf trophy to Puerto Rico. He's on his fucking ass playing golf in all these resorts, whatever, spending so much money. And then he's like, you guys are so expensive dealing with a humongous cost of pain and destruction and lives and just like... That's the thing about the Trump presidency is that before this, like, yes, politicians and stuff have done like really terrible things and had really bad PR and all that stuff but like yeah there's been mistakes but and like scandals he, he is pushing the envelope on what is human decency and it's really bringing the country and the world to like a head of like how much is going to be tolerated and while i think the vast majority of the general public of the world and America are all like, fuck this guy, he's terrible. It's like the people in charge. It just makes us look so bad. Yeah. 
it's a very I don't want to say interesting because like it's just like a fucking wild time because like he is just like really, everything that is he's an antonym all, of presidential he's breaking all of the norms and like, and this is not a compliment like all the people yeah. that were like we elected him because he's different I'm like he's killing us like he, it's he created the biggest swamp in the world instead of draining it as he says eat my ass but <sighs> let's talk about Vegas because. That happened like within the last forty-eight hours, and it's yeah. been awful. And I went to bed like the night before when they had. It had this, just begun. It had just happened, and like they had said, there was like two confirmed deaths at the time, and like the really like fucked up part is I was really like, oh my god, okay, here's like another like shooting, you know. This is gonna be something that we're gonna be hearing about tomorrow morning, or whatever. But I wasn't. I wasn't. It was expecting, like one in the morning or whatever. Yeah, I wasn't expecting like this. What I woke up to the next morning and that it was now the largest mass shooting in, in modern Ma- American history, breaking the previous record by only a year and a half. I know. It feels goals. like Pulse like, just fucking happened. I know. Like. This so first of all, if anyone is listening to this podcast, because I did have some people tweeting me that like I had someone tweeting me about their mother who was injured, but then was she's a nurse and she was triaging people like wow. at the scene. So That's like amazing. there's been a lot of really amazing stories. The stories of, of all the people of Las Vegas coming together yeah. and like helping everybody out. The lines that were hours long to donate blood, everything. Everybody's response to this is amazing. And, like, this is what always happens. And I'm never... It's like there's a lot of, you know, cynics out there that will say, like, all these mass shootings, you know, the world is fucking terrible. And it it is. There's a lot of terrible things happening in this world. And then there are always, like, these insane acts of, like, courage and kindness and fucking just, like... I don't even know how to describe it. Like... Just, like, the bond of... Like, the human condition. Human decency, like, yeah. And, like, we have to pay that, attention to those things, and we have to celebrate them, even though it sucks that we have to have this, you know, cause them to happen. Of course, yeah. It's always, But it like, does make me feel... Like, that know, gives... That still gives me hope. It gives me, me some hope. hope. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, because, like, at the end of the day, I know that, like, people are going to come together for, like, the common goodwill of humankind essentially i'm just so frustrated with some people's response to this so um of course whenever there's a mass shooting people get upset angry and scared and people want to prevent this and people are always immediately talking about gun control and then there's logical now the new thing to do when you're when you oppose any sort of gun reform yeah the new thing besides the tired people don't you know people kill people not guns it's like yeah but the people are getting the guns yeah. very fucking easily <laughs> but they're getting them illegally, illegally. so we shouldn't even that. have laws because you know it doesn't work we haven't even tried that's the thing like i'm so sick of people being like it's not going to work if you fucking make them harder to get we haven't tried. And I just want I to just, see a try. Let's do a fucking trial run. We've seen other fucking countries do it, and it has worked. I so just like, want to like fucking ass. want people to understand that. Like, I saw Gavin from Bruce D tweet this today, and like he said, like I've lived in two countries in my life, and over like the past like seven years, like this is the amount of deaths 
that have been each year from mass shootings and like the US it was like 200 something like every year and the UK was zero every fucking year and you know why because they have fucking laws I know people and, were you know, tweeting me because whenever I tweet about gun control I usually mute the conversation because yeah. I honestly don't care about the opposition because people are dying people are dying like literally you're why wouldn't you want to do something and it's not taking the pistol out of your closet or your hunting fucking rifle it's getting rid of automatic weapons that no citizen that's a private citizen that's not like in a fucking war enclosing police like whatever enclosing loopholes it's ridiculous like for people like people on the no-fly list being able to buy guns and shit like that yeah we we know the fucking arguments that we're trying to make it's just i got people tweeting me they're like you know, and what's going to happen is just you're going to have people stabbing each other. We're hearing about all these stabbings happening in the UK, which is awful. But guess what? Like, the whole reason that we're not hearing about that in the US is because there's so many fucking mass shootings that they are covering the news. And you don't hear about all the other people that are being stabbed. But you're not going to tell me that one person with a knife could take out, like, what is it? Like, 530 people were injured alone besides yeah. the almost 60 people that have died? Like, yeah. from a fucking hotel window. Like... That would That's, be impossible. You, he if should he have not had access to fucking like what was it, eighteen fucking guns, and mm-hmm. he had like. I just want to know. I don't care about your argument. I'm sorry. I just don't understand how you can say that laws against legal ownership of guns that are restrictive don't work when other countries do it and they do not have the issue that we do. It works. And it's dumb. It's just that's just like the same shit of being like, well, you know what? In that case, like. Let's have, you know, heroin for everyone and fuck every driving law that happens. Let's just all just play bumper cars out there. Like you know if, what I mean? Like, you're just so fucking stupid when you say that. If that's the logic, then why are Republicans so interested in passing abortion laws? Like, yep. that's just not going to prevent anything then if, like, you know, they're just going to do it illegally. People are going to get anyway. Like, yeah, like... It's the, the same shit. And you know, like... <laughs> The logic is so fucking flawed. I like, know. And it's it's obviously because it's a white person that did, committed a crime in the first yeah, place. Yeah, of course. We yeah. know how this would have been handled had it been anyone Trump would have immediately else. put an executive order in for, like, the most restrictive travel ban if exactly. it had been anybody of color. Yeah, it's fine. The only time that things can be changed right now with this current, the way our Congress is currently set up and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is if it's racially motivated. Let's yeah. be fucking honest. Or motivated against, like, women's health. <laughs> and, I mean, did you see the thing today about how the U.S. signed to not make it harder for people to discriminate against same-sex couples? Did you mm-hmm. see that? Yeah. With the death penalty? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they made it, in like, so UN. it's easier. Yeah, in the U.N. They said, like, the U.S. didn't oppose it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Can you fucking believe that? It's fucking wild. And it's something, like, Russia didn't even oppose or anything like that. Like, it, it's it's a mess. We're making some fucking decisions, man. And I, I don't even the, know. And then the people that are like, why are you already talking about laws? People just died. And it's like, absolutely. But we're trying to prevent the next situation like if this. If I fucking die from somebody like doing something like this, you bet your ass I want you to use my life as a reason to prevent other people from this happening. I'm not even you saying I mean? that in general. I'm just saying that like people act like it's like, I don't know, in poor form 
like insensitive in a way and it's only the people in the opposition like it's just I don't think it's too soon to talk about it it should have been it's too fucking late for those people it's too late for all of the hundreds of people that have been in situations like this already and not to mention that this goes beyond just like the people that died it affects the families and friends and the people that were there that are okay that are probably dealing with PTSD now and then our fucking mental health in this goddamn country is so fucking atrocious and And that causes it as well as adds to the problem and it's just we all know that this is a fucking mess and then there's all these people being bought by the goddamn NRA and then they don't want to fucking do anything about it because they're being silenced with fucking money and it's it's, I'm speechless about it the only way right now in this government for there to be gun reform is if it is more economically beneficial for there to be gun reform than there is to have guns and the fucked up thing is that like gun sales surged after this because of people, course they always do because people are like afraid that like gun reform is going to happen and so they're like i gotta buy my guns and now. it's the same people that are like well if i was there and i i you know I, it's an open carry state yeah you would have shot at the fucking like 32 host, story building yeah and like probably window. killed more people in their hotel rooms because like, you know people are at this concert it's like a concert everyone's fucking drunk or on something you know what i mean like it's not it's not the great place look it should have been prevented that's all it should have been prevented and it's i just think about like there's no excuse to not have gun reform there is literally no excuse i don't want to hear it and once again i'm not trying to take away your fucking like hunting rifle even though i still am like (laughs) hunting is if we had to give up one stupid ass recreational sport that is just to save lives than I would. You know what I mean? I'd give up any of my recreational things if it saved lives. Yeah, it is my personal opinion that nobody outside of, like, the military and, like, police forces needs to own a gun. That is my personal opinion, but I understand the Second Amendment exists and that people Yeah, well, the fucking... You think these old farts really ever thought guns were going to be this advanced? They relied on the fucking types of guns where you had to, like, end up stabbing someone with the end of it because it was so fucking faulty. Yeah, like, I know. So And, like, god damn... Damn it, like laws have to change. I know the that these same people that like vote against this type of shit are like probably the same people that don't even believe in evolution. But we can all fucking admit that we are evolving as a country and as people and with technology. And as that keeps coming, there's going to be new things that we never even would have dreamed are going to be issues. Like, do you think anyone ever thought about like security issues with a fucking brick that you use to pay for everything that you would have ever gone from paying in cash and then a card, then your phone, like people weren't expecting yeah, technology, this type of shit. The way we've evolved to adapt our laws for technology and they're still being adapted. And then that technology goes to weapons of course like it always will and we have to change our fucking laws like it's so frustrating we were able to make other amendments i don't understand why we can't make this one i don't understand but we're too busy worried about honestly crushing people's first amendment rights yeah that's pretty much where we're at right now yeah Fuck. I just needed to like. We needed, <laughs> I needed, I, vent a I needed bit. to get that out. I've tweeted some of that shit too. Like, I was on the phone with my friend, like, the day that this was happening, and the two of us were just like, just yelling back and forth about all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's the most infuriating thing because we're just so, not all of us, obviously, but a lot of us are just so afraid of even like attempting to see if it would work or not. Like, people are just so up their own ass that they don't even want to see this country, like, 
try it. Like, Jesus Christ, like what, how can we know something will fail if we haven't tried it? And when statistically in other countries, like we're the ones having this problem, and it makes us look terrible. That one and onion it is article, terrible. That one onion article that gets shared every time. That yeah, this they happens. just change. They tweak like the city and shit. Yeah. Oh my god, I still have hope. I'm hoping that like you know that this Trump presidency and all this time is like the low before a like a revolution. Fantastic. High. But it's horrible that we have to get to this low when we were absolutely because history repeats itself. If oh we, yeah! If we were back in the fucking sixties, every American would be like, "Why the fuck are we okay with talking to Russia right now? Like, why are we okay with that? Like, history repeats and the travel itself. ban, and it's like we're thinking about like what travel bans lead to, which is like a Holocaust situation or internment camps and things yes, like that. Like exactly. It would be great if we could learn. From Not to our mention, mistakes. we haven't even solved like certain things that we've been dealing with in this country and in this world since fucking forever, aka racism and sexism and homophobia. Like these things are not solved in the smallest. You know, there's yeah. been some laws made, but we still have lots to reform. Obviously, just because black people can vote and gay people can get married does not mean those issues are over, people. Girl, <laughs> like, we know. Yeah. All right. So what can you do in this situation? Well, obviously, you can continue to be vocal about it. You can continue yes, to absolutely. fucking use your voice and your vote to vote in favor of gun reform and, and things like that. You can call all of your fucking senators and representatives and just talk their ear off about how upset and fucking enraged, essentially, we all are about this. Yeah. And also participate in the political system. Yeah, please be an active participant in our politics. If you can. If, if you can, of course. Yeah, because obviously some people are young. If you can be financially donating to different, you know, organizations. We're also going to leave the link to the GoFundMe for the victims and family members for the Las Vegas shooting in the description for this podcast. We'll also be tweeting it. I know that I've tweeted it as well. If You'll see it. Yeah, so if you it. have the money, obviously donate, please. That would be great. Um, we wish you all the best. We hope all of you are okay. You know, obviously we do send our, you know, we, thoughts and prayers. Yes, I do absolutely send my thoughts and condolences. Of course. And it's awful. And I am extremely sympathetic and I am terrified. Yeah. We need to do more. That's all. Yeah. And I, I all the people that are like, it's too it's too soon to start talking about it. No, it's never too soon to prevent this carnage. Like it just it shouldn't be happening. It should have it should have never gone to the point where this happened in an elementary school. Like that still fucks me up. That that mm-hmm. happened and we're okay with any that. of them. I just remember thinking back to like when I was young and all I knew of was Columbine. Yeah, that was like the only one that it, I could think of. And yeah. I remember thinking like that was like something that happened and that would never really happen often. But like wow, that's fucked up that and then something Virginia like that Tech could happened, happen. And then like and then it just kept going. And I do not want this to become our fucking new normal in this goddamn country when you don't see this happening other That's places. So it doesn't have to be. Just being vocal about it all the time. We won't let it go to rest. We won't let it become the new normal. Like, even just talking about it on social media, talking about it with, like, people in your lives. like Especially people in your lives. Yeah. I think a lot of us tend to stick to our social media bubbles and, I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can all cry echo chamber out the ass. But, I mean, it's true to a certain extent. You aren't, you know, I was seeing people being like, you know, we're all on Twitter right now talking about all of this. And that's only, like, you know, there's only how many people, like, 
certain millions of people that use Twitter out of yeah. like this entire world. Like, you know, it's not it's not enough to just be on social media. You need to be talking to people in your lives. You know, if you're there's in like 350 school, million people in this country, and if there's only a couple million on like social media, you know, yeah, it's definitely more than a couple million, but it's not it's not the seven billion people on this fucking planet. Yeah, but I'm still hopeful that we can make a change. Like, I know that was like not a uh, exciting, happy part of this podcast. I wouldn't. I have. I, we have to talk about this. Like, I of can't. Course. Like. I have to use, like, what voice that we have to be able to continually bring up these issues. And once again, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, I personally am very anti-gun myself. I'm not saying that everybody has to be. I'm not saying that we need to, you know, take everybody's guns and their hunting rifles and all that, whatever. Even though I would sleep better at night knowing that those things weren't out there, etc. But there's also other things that are out there, and I get all that. And as a person living with PTSD, I fucking get it. Like, I can't... What's fucked up to me is, like, my friend and I were talking, and she was like, you know, I hate that I have to, like, have conversations with my wife about what we would do in these situations. And I know that Chris and I have these conversations. And I know a lot of it comes from my anxiety, but it also it does come from the fact that it is a violent You don't have to threat. have fucking anxiety to be, like, anxious about those situations. And you so, know what I, mean? I don't know, I... I personally would love to take a class in, like, what you should be doing, but I hate that, that it's coming to that. But if that's something that would bring you comfort, like... I don't know. I would recommend doing it. Yeah, do whatever you need to, man. I just think, I mean, you have a game plan if there's a fire. You should have a game plan in that situation, too. You have a game plan for what you would do in a car accident. You know, I don't know. (sighs) Life is fucking, I'm just learning every day how short it can be. And I just fucking hate all of this, honestly. Me too. And I don't know how we're going to effectively segue out of this into Uh, anything else. (laughs) Why don't we go to something that we were going to do at the top of the episode? Yeah, we'll we totally forgot about that fucking coffee <laughs> um, thing. One of you guys tweeted at us, there is a would you rather coffee edition from BuzzFeed of all places on of the course. internet. <laughs> and so, yeah. Oh my God. And yes, it's sponsored by McDonald's. So I don't know if it's going to like skew anything. But we'll find out. I accidentally hit a result on the first one. So why don't you go ahead and read that one okay. for us? So it says, would you rather get up at 5 a.m. with zero coffee or stay up until 3 a.m. with zero coffee? Uh, I'd rather stay up until 3 a.m. Yes. with zero coffee. There's no way you're getting my ass up at 5 without a cup of coffee. Okay, <laughs> well, 67% Christ. of people that took this also agree with us. Um, would you rather never have another coffee drink or never have another dessert? Um, that never hurt, have a dessert. That hurts me more than it hurts you because I have like a huge sweet tooth. I just, I'm gonna technically, pick never- what if you had like a sweet coffee? Like, wouldn't it be a dessert? Where does coffee cake fit in all of this? <laughs> Obviously that's not a cup of coffee. I know. Chris. Uh, never have another dessert. I have to have coffee. Wow. That was a lot closer than yeah, I thought Yeah, it's like it 50, was. 50 almost, but. Uh, would you rather get a free espresso drink on your morning commute once a week or have an alarm clock that wakes you up with the scent of espresso? Uh, That's very difficult. I'm going to get a free drink because I'm that frugal asshole. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I have an alarm. I just come, I just, yeah, I have an alarm and then I come out and I make a cup of coffee. We and set it up the it, night like, before so that we can be cool. Though I do want that lit coffee maker where you use Alexa. 
<laughs> to do it. Oh my god, we said her name the other day, like I just talking her. about her, and she responded. That it was upsetting. sometimes when we're watching TV, like they'll say something that doesn't even sound exactly as like the her same, name. Same like phonetic structure as phonetic Alexa. structure, and wow. so she'll like be talking to. No, no, no she'll, she'll be, be here. talking to us. <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather have your morning coffee be delivered by a fancy butler, or have your morning coffee delivered by a cute dog? Cute dog. Yeah. Fuck. I don't want, like, some dude in my house. <laughs> you know? I want a nice pup. Can um, you imagine? Can you imagine Lila bringing you a mug of coffee? Oh, my God. Don't break my heart. And then Squeezy bringing the creamer. Oh. Squeezy dressed as a fancy butler. Yes, that's what I need. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, would you rather have to miss out on holiday coffee drinks this year or have to miss out on holiday music this year? Okay, this is fucked up. This is fucked to the max. It's like... Okay, technically, I would miss out on holiday coffee drinks because I would choose hot chocolate, which is not a coffee. Yeah. And that's my holiday drink of choice. And then you can do... Uh, I don't need a peppermint mocha. You could do a peppermint hot, hot chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Okay, fuck, I'm doing that one. Yeah. Wow. I know that's wild and against our brand, but people Honestly, said music. Wow. That's upsetting. A lot of people... Are, I hate people that hate Christmas music. As a Jew, I hate that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Christmas music, like... Oh, Have on. you had to listen to a depressing Hanukkah song? <laughs> Get back to me. The only cheerful, <laughs> The only cheerful song for any Jewish holiday is Dreidel, and it has, like, one verse. True. And it's the only one that's not about our pain. You don't fucking tell me that you hear Mariah Carey come on, and you are not feeling Immediately like, wow. Immediately in there. My soul is just ready. You look down and you're already wearing a red sequin gown. <laughs> you don't know how it got there. But that's what happens when you hear that. <sighs> wow. That was amazing. Wow, I can't believe Mariah Carey is on this podcast. Hello. Uh, would you rather get an espresso every time you yawn or <laughs> have an espresso faucet at your desk? <laughs> um, that? Yeah, the, the one at the desk. Because yawning is too much. I'm not taking shots of espresso every... 10 minutes no yeah i'm definitely taking one at the desk at the office you know i'd be the most pop, i'd be the most popular guy at the office <laughs> i know you would i'd be coming to your cubicle <laughs> that's assuming i'm not already the most popular guy in the office oh true we don't know <laughs> i'm absolutely not <laughs> would you rather get one coffee drink per month that's the size of a bathtub or get 50 coffee drinks per month that are the size of a golf ball that one that golf one ball it's just easier a little sip Listen, remember that one fact we gave a long time ago where it said that, like, coffee goes bad after technically, like, 15 minutes? Oh, yes. So that big-ass one. Also, you would fucking die because another fact that we dropped on the show was that, like, you need, like, 70 cups of coffee to, like, kill yourself, essentially. is like, so that would definitely do it. Yeah. What is it, like, 31 ounces your body? Or no, less than that because the Starbucks tried uh, to... Yeah, your stomach. I guess. Sorry, I just, like, your frantically body. had to get the quiz back open because my fucking thumb, my fat <laughs> thumb, she swiped. She just prayed. Uh, would you rather try espresso that smells like flowers or get some flowers that smell like espresso? Get flowers that smell like espresso. Can you imagine? I'm not a flowers binge, but I would buy a bouquet if they smelled like fucking ground coffee and shit. Yeah, true. That, that'd be awesome. I don't, I'm not a big floral in my food kind of a girl, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Uh, and lastly, would you rather give up coffee or give up sleep? Now, does this mean that, like, I don't need to sleep anymore? Like, my body just doesn't need it? Because then I would give up sleep. 
But if it's not that, then I would give out coffee. Yeah, but I, in the event that suddenly you could have like an extra like eight hour to nine hours, <laughs> just kidding, it's more like four for us. <laughs> Listen, that would be perfect because as I was reading Twilight, that is like the best part of being a vampire is that like they just got to be up like the entire they just gotta be up they they're just up all the time they never have to sleep and they never feel tired and yes that was my segue thank god into us talking about i finally finished breaking dawn part two part two no i finished the fucking the whole book yeah let me just tell you guys i am still halfway through cursed child i've been really flopping on reading lately but like i don't know it's i know everyone's like it's just fan fiction i don't think it's as bad as everyone's been saying but it's not hooking me i just want you to fucking finish it and then give me your thoughts on. i know i need to give you the tea on Voldemort not being the asexual representation that i wanted because i already read all the spoilers so i already know what fucking happens but just like seeing it pan out. Yeah. And like I would have loved to be able to register for tickets for Broadway, but it's But we're not I'm not rich. Like who can afford that? Okay. God damn, the website broke for hours. Like, I'm not surprised at all. I knew it was gonna be I a don't mess. know why they didn't like expect that, honestly. Honestly, like, like the idea of it gave me heartburn. I was like, <laughs> this is gonna be so hard. Anyway, let's talk Twilight. So uh, we're gonna be talking probably spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled or anything, I'm looking at you, Cody and <laughs> Oh <Alex>. shit! Yes, <laughs> Cody, get the fuck yeah, off Cody this show get right the hell now out. <laughs> because that would be awful. I would not want to be. Yeah. Okay, but yes, Twilight. Let's go. I want to know. I have some choice things. We are gonna take another quiz because we have to. Yeah, and binge time is around uh, Twilight. So yeah. Get ready for that. It's wild. Um. I need to know overall every thought you have. <laughs> okay, so overall, like, in all seriousness, it's not that bad of a series. Like, okay. it's, it's really not. The story that is there... That's like, not part that's of not, the romance. That's not the fucking romance, because goddamn every love that Bella has is, like, problematic and abusive. Yes. So, I'm not here for that. But, like, the plot of the story is that are not romance i am here for they're really good the lore is good for the most part what's a part of the lore that you really like and a part of the lore that you're like cringe or you hate i honestly every part of werewolf lore yes that it's awesome like from the everybody being in each other's mind like a pack mind like that was really cool and then you get to read that my favorite part of the entire series was reading jacob's perspective in breaking dawn like that was that was the funnest i had reading this series i remember when i got this book and you know you're not used to (laughs) hearing anyone else's perspective yeah and i just remember being so conflicted about how i felt about reading from jacob's perspective but then also loving it it, it was the funnest part. It's a really smart way for you to see Bella's pregnancy without it being just her being like dying and being like, Haha, my little nudger. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> you have broken ribs. God. Girl. I get it though. Yeah. So that's my favorite lore is just everything about werewolves. My least favorite is that the vampires and their sunlight. Yeah. Like, because like, I like the way that the vampire diaries did vampires and sunlight. They go outside they burn to a crisp. They can get, like, some sort of spelled ring. Yeah, there's no witches in the Twilight series. I feel so. like they could have easily made witches a possibility somehow. Yeah, it's really just limited to vampires and werewolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like... And technically the... hybrids, if you consider Red Nez. <laughs> Red Nez. Oh, yeah. 
So I, you know, the cloudy days in Seattle is not blocking all of the fucking sunlight. I know. Like, if my highlight can still pop in overcast weather, you're sure (laughs) as fuck that Edward's sparkly-ass dick is there. And the fact that it's like, they just fucking sparkle. I get it. The whole thing is that, like, everything about them is alluring to humans, which was a cool twist on vampire lures that, like, instead of being just, like, scary and then, like, they die in sunlight and stuff, it's like, everything about them is alluring. It's like for this because there's the classic vampire lore where it's just like a really like creepy looking dude, but then there's like hot like vampire chicks, which like yeah. was always just probably like a sexism thing. Absolutely. With this, yeah. <laughs> with this, I do love that like I remember always being interested in the fact that like even their voice is more attractive sounding yep. or whatever somehow that they do that their features their are, scent etc yeah but then his breath yeah his, <laughs> his fucking breath um which i hated reading personally every time she would describe him in general um but then i remember when i was watching like the vampire diaries i appreciated that like anyone could be turned into a vampire and that they didn't like magically transform into like a hot fucking paul wesley you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. anyone could be a vampire. So I did appreciate that aspect. I think There's it's also, like, in True it. Blood, too. Of course, like, they're just made more alluring because this is supposed to be just Stephanie Meyer's wet dream. Yes, book, we know that. So. <laughs> we know that. Uh, but the sparkly thing, like, if I saw someone glittering, I don't know if I would find it attractive. If it's kind of like a moth to a flame, like, they get distracted by the light, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's what kind But of... they could have done anything else, or they could have just kept that out of there because, like... I mean, I can understand why she wanted to address that because it's, like, one of the biggest things you hear about fucking vampires, like, when you hear about, like, classic lore. Yeah, it's mirrors and, like, going outside or whatever. Oh, yeah, never talked about mirrors. I think they bring it up because when she takes photos of him, she's, like, not sure if he's going to show up in the pictures and shit. And then she's like, he was actually even more beautiful in film. (laughs) Well, you know, Google had all the answers. I know, she Googled. I love love when Robert Pattinson's talking about it and she's like, she fucking Googles it. Like... (laughs) Because that's what I would do, wouldn't you? Literally, like... In you would ask Bing, you fuck boy. Yeah, get those fucking points. Uh, Breaking Dawn, like, Carlisle and Edward were literally, like, on the internet searching about, like, what the fuck Renesme was. Like I know, which was absolutely ridiculous because, like, if vampires don't know what a type of vampire is, you think fucking Ask Yahoo will? I don't think <laughs> Listen, so. Listen, they're using fucking jeebs. <laughs> oh, true. They're asking full sentence. Picture Carlisle. <laughs> Writing an entire full sentence with a question mark at Ask Jeeves. Because that's something that he would do. That is my vibe. Yeah, like, I like old fart Carlisle humor. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, favorite character and least favorite character? I want to know, like, from you as oh, well. Oh, God. Favorite character? Charlie. Oh, uh... But he's tied with Alice and, oh my God, Leah. I fucking love Leah. Actually, scratch everyone. Leah. Leah's so underrated. I think her story is the most fucked in everything. She has a partner. She's in love with him. He turns into a werewolf. He's like the chief of all the fucking werewolves. And then he imprints on somebody else, which effectively ruins their relationship. Then she's the only like woman werewolf that appears or whatever and she already fucking mind yeah she already feels like an anomaly then she has to hear his mind and then he has to like it's just awful like can you imagine having to hear your ex's thoughts i was like i was so happy when she joined jake's pack i know i love her i think she's the greatest and she's the coolest character and if they just made her gay it would be like boom she's the winner there should have been a buy at some point in there and 
I'm here at fucking Angela. <laughs> was absolutely queer. Yeah. And we all know. It's this true. had zero queer representation. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that. Charlie oh. was probably my fave. Yes. Uh, I have a lot of faves, you know, Seth and Leah and Seth. Alice. Like, and Carlisle. Yeah. And Carlisle's Emmett, pure. You know, I have a lot of faves. Emmett doesn't get enough page time. And I wish that, like, we got a cooler backstory for Emmett other than he got mauled by a bear and then Rosalie just, like, kicked the bear's ass. There was a lot of characters that did not get to be developed into much. Emmett was one of them. Esme's just like, I'm here being a mom. Yeah. Like, Esme would almost be one of my least favorites just because she doesn't do much. Yeah, she's just there. But I have other least favorite characters. My yeah, least favorite, favorite character. character? Well, my favorite I said is like Leah. My yeah. least is Edward. Yeah, absolutely. My least favorite character is Edward. I would say tie for Edward would possibly be like. Ooh, honestly, it's Edward. Yeah, I can't really think it of is, anyone else. It's really fucking Edward. It has it's to like, be. He's such an asshole and manipulative, controlling, and controlling. Yeah, like oh my god, disturbing. Yeah, hella manipulative. Like the entire first book, like. That is, like, a portrait of, like, a controlling, abusive relationship, and then it just continues to get worse, and then it's, like, in the last book, he's just, like, a shell because she's not doing okay, and that's it. And, like, he's not doing anything bad at this point, but, like, it should have never gotten to this point. Yep, yep. Um, What is your, if you could rank the books, because I think I did that with Harry Potter, so I think you need to rank the books. Because my ranking of the books definitely changed upon this newest read. Because I can't yeah. remember the last time I read these books. But I remember I used to love Eclipse. And now, and I used to not like New Moon because Edward's like fucking gone. Yeah. Now, New Moon is my favorite book. Then Twilight. Then Breaking Dawn. Then Eclipse. Oh, see, I'm going to go for Breaking Dawn as my number one. Just oh, right. solely because of Jacob's part of that. Like, okay. And, yeah, um, then I'm going to go for New Moon. Okay. Then Twilight, and then Eclipse at the end. Yeah, Eclipse is just, like, one fucking straighty. <laughs> like, it's just too much. And, like, I remember loving the Fire and Ice chapter. Which, oh, like, and, and it's just And it's just two men arguing over Bella's agency. Like, yeah. it's just fucked. It's just fucked. Like, go listen to Into the Twilight if we haven't fucking... I feel like we have to mention that every time we talk about Twilight. Yeah, absolutely. Because they cover basically all of my problems with this whole series. But, like, they really went in on Eclipse, and it was before I was rereading it. And I was like, damn, like, I guess it is kind of shitty, but I gotta, like, get in there again. And it it really is. The only <laughs> thing I'll give it is that it, I like the plot twists that happen. Like, if we're not going... It's very love triangly. So if we're moving yes. past that, I feel like it's a good one for, like, plot development. I will say, though, I agree with you. But damn, there is some convenient-ass shit that happens. Oh, yeah, in general, this whole series. The, the most convenient thing is the ending of the entire series. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, literally, with Alice finding another... Renesmee. Chi- yeah, another Renesmee, like... Of course. Like, that is just, like, so perfect. Like, I know. And then how they're, like... I thought it was really interesting. That, so they have Renesmee, and then she's, like, growing rapidly, and they're, like, scared that she's just gonna, like, grow up and die or something, yeah. you know? Like, they're, like, worried for her life. And then it's just, like, convenient that she's just gonna stop at the perfectly ripe age of 18 for Jacob. Like, it's disgusting. It's so then- sick. Stephanie Meyer... Get that girl a fucking Adam and Eve code. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't like it. It's so weird. And, like, the Um, idea of imprinting is so interesting. If they had never applied it to children, I'm sorry. Like, you could have it with 
just I understand like the whole thing about like it's not like that like it still makes me feel very uncomfortable and I don't like it and that's everyone's fucking complaint another thing that makes me feel uncomfortable (laughs) is the whole first book Stephanie Meyer's like just use of words like the, Put that on my fucking grave. The, the way, like, I want her to write my obituary because, damn, like, <laughs> the the adverb usage that would be used in that was, like... His granite skin. He lived woodenly. Like, he, you know, like, I, he don't, I don't know. chuckled darkly. That was <laughs> the iconic line. Oh, my God. It's a mess. I saw a, a quote on, like, Reddit somewhere, like, making fun of things that, like, authors do when they're writing. And it was, like, how Stephanie Meyer said the same thing three times in a row. And it was, like, Arrow laughed. Ha, ha, ha. He giggled. Oh, my God. God damn it. What the fuck? I know. You got to the paragraph where she says moon, like, a hundred times in a paragraph. And it's just so vivid. And then the really forced, like, hey, we're going to use the name of the book, like, Uh, right here. Like, did they? Can you imagine? I mean, okay, Deathly Hallows. Well, wait, you know what? All of the names of the books of Harry Potter were in the books. Well, yeah, but like... They... So why is that okay? No, I'm kidding. I know, it's so it's different. Like the Chamber of Secrets is a fucking place, like I Twilight, know. like, oh my god. No, it's Jacob looking up and he's like, but I can't fight an eclipse. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? And Edward being like, it's Twilight. Oh. And you're like, no one has ever said that, ever. They're like, it's fucking six. <gasps> but I don't even know when Twilight oh, is. Oh, man. This is the safest time for vampires. How, though? There's still a sun. Can you imagine, like, watching a sunset? Like, have you seen a sunset? You still have sun. <laughs> I don't understand. Also, they're like, what does he do in the fucking summer in Seattle? Like, it's... Sunny days for like six it months. It acts as if like Not it's really. fucking cloudy it's like every goddamn months. day of the year. I do love that it's set here though. It oh, makes absolutely. me happy. I love shit when it's set here. Uh, overall, I enjoyed myself though. Of course, I, I did. It's, like it was a wild cinema. ride. The movies were very interesting. Very oh, yeah. very interesting. I'm glad. What's your favorite movie? Holy shit. It's like, you want to say the first movie because it's so iconic and blue, <laughs> it, but it's it's the worst one, obviously. It's, terrible, it's a terrible movie. My favorite movie is Breaking Dawn Part 1, then New Moon, then Twilight, then Eclipse, then Breaking Dawn Part 2. I did not like the second Breaking Dawn. I... I get what they tried to do at the end there where they had like Alice showing you what could happen and then they have like an epic fight scene or whatever because the ending of Breaking Dawn is kind of boring and it's not a real fight but they're like spending the entire book like gearing up for one. Yeah. But like as someone who doesn't give a fuck about action, like I didn't need that. I would have rather had like a proper goodbye to like some of our favorite characters. Like they do that weird slideshow where they show like Anna Kendrick and it's like, I know <laughs> Jessica's not really in the end of the book, but like just bring her back. Have Bella run into her at the fucking like supermarket and have her say something like, Bella, what'd you do? Get hair extensions? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Why what skincare are you using now? Like you look great. <laughs> the movies really highlighted how like there was never really like big climactic moments in the series because like they, they had always to had to them. like invent them. Really. Like random werewolf battles because they're like, we have a budget, so we're gonna use the CGI. 
Oh my god, speaking of CGI, we have to talk about Renesmee, because, I like, forgot how bad it was. It was very interesting, like, superimposing her face on, like, all these different children, because, like, They're uh, trying to show her, like, size changing, but, like, it's wow. just... The first vivid moment where Jacob sees Renesmee's face, and it's like, that is not a baby, that's a video game. <laughs> like, why are we suddenly playing a video game? I forgot how bad it was. Like, if... and. Their CGI wasn't bad for the wolves. Like, I was very shocked. Well, when yeah. she's, like, dying. True. They made yeah. her. I don't know how they did yeah, that. Yeah, so, like, it was all good for that. So, it's just, like, I was always very impressed by the wolves. I was, like, very nervous going into the second movie. Because I was, like, how are like, they going to do these wolves They should have had that for the Vampire Diaries. So, we could have had more werewolves on Vampire Diaries. I know. They just would show Tyler's eyes in a dark room. Yeah. And you would never see a real wolf. I bet you just probably saw a werewolf, like, three or four times in that entire show. I know, but they could pick up a little bit from fucking Vampire Diaries and implement the running in Twilight because the oh, running in Twilight is God. so cringy. Yeah, it's terrible. There's got to be a better way to do that. There was a better way. It was what Vampire Diaries Do you did, think like... they'll redo this movie genre? No, I don't series. think they're going to redo them, but like, remember I had said a couple of episodes ago that like they, since the success of Fantastic Beasts, that they're they gonna were, do like they were open to the idea of doing spin-off stuff with this it was just like they need stephanie meyer to be okay with it oh like, i'm sure that and like she's she's working on another show i remember i don't remember what it's about but she's working on a show i know yeah i honestly could totally see them rebooting this because oh, they know that the actors in this movie fucking hated it so i could see them doing it with like a bunch of like people that are gonna be on cw one day and then like just yeah fucking yeah, do it that, honestly I, i'd be into a if they made twilight a fucking tv show give it like the uh like the 13 reasons why treatment and just what go do you in. think that they would do like pulling from this universe like i, don't even I feel think... like they would do like origin story of the voltori because they seem to really like the voltori they're important i guess but like honestly are they when you're reading them like they're they're there it's just like I just feel like they don't give you like, enough backstory on like how they came to be. It's, it's just, just like, like they've always been there. Yeah, like just like a menacing like vampire. Except for when the fucking like Romanians or whatever the fuck show up and they're like, yeah, we were in charge, and then they came in. So like, I feel like they'll do a backstory on that, or like the origin story of werewolves, or like I don't yeah, know. I don't think they're be... gonna do like you know before forks and all that i don't think they're gonna be like carlisle after he just turned everybody and they're all like a happy full house moment. i don't think they're gonna do colon <laughs> no i don't think so either I, like it would be cool to see like a movie of the store the legend for like werewolves like yeah with it's it will just be so fucking appropriative though yeah and that is be, a huge yeah. complaint i still have is that they used a real tribe and they just added their used own their, fucking lore to it yeah like That's they took gross. some of their lore and like like changed maybe it. if they change that so that it's not happening i don't, <laughs> don't think they would do that i don't know Overall, i'm not gonna roll it out though it's gonna happen i feel like they will definitely try and make i think they were waiting because now it's like superheroes and zombies and i feel like they're just waiting for that to go away and now if i feel like people are over fantastic beast really opened the door back to up to this. like magic supernatural stuff well just like for all these like series being like okay we're gonna do more shit they're doing the hunger games too so, well yeah that was the other one that they said they would do that if suzanne collins was okay with it i hope they do it because i was always saying that we should have like earlier games like Haymitch's games. Yeah. games or like the Absolutely. first one how that even happened like how this world got to be where the yeah fuck like is. how like, the factions were even formed 
factions, that's fucking divergent. Wow. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh, the, what the fuck? The, the communities. What the fuck is up, Kyle? <laughs> like, I know. I I'm, know. I'm losing Shit, it. what are they called? Districts. Oh, my God. God. It's been too long since I've read. But I'm read not going to reread it because fucking Mockingjay was terrible. I hated Mockingjay. <laughs> and I remember at least they don't end like Breaking Dawn with like a recap of like Bella doing okay. They're just. It's like, wow, you passed out and you missed all the action. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just so lazy. It was like this... It's like when you have an essay due and you don't feel like finishing it, so you just like... You're just like, it's good enough. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I want to sit down with Suzanne and be like, what What did you really want to be accomplished in Nothing the pisses me off more than like a series like building up to like a really big important moment and then totally flopping on it. Like, that was the biggest flop ever. It's like, I'm going to pass out and I'm going to miss everything that happens. I know. That's like lazy writing. And I don't... I. And this is all series. I don't need one of those, like, into the future, happy little ever after bullshits. I don't need that. Harry Potter did it. Hunger Games did it. You kind of get that in Twilight because they do, like, a a chapter afterwards. It's, like, a little bit after the fight. And it's just, like, a wrap-up. Like, I... In Twilight, it works a little bit because if it's like relatively within the time zone, you know, like like, I get like you do get something out of it with Harry Potter, and now they're having other shit spawn off of the fact that like there are other children in this universe and all that. But yeah, I don't know. I just think it's cheesy (laughs) when applied, usually in any series. But I get you. You know. Well, I think that's a good point to uh, transition to some questions. All right. But uh, Stephanie Meyer, if you're listening, uh, we've got a special ad for you right after this. Oh, my God. (laughs) So this episode of Coffee with Crachel is brought to you by AdamandEve.com, which is a sex toy and all things pleasure website, if you will. As always, we have a great deal for you guys. If you use code CWC on AdamandEve.com, you get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and a free mystery gift. So again, just go to AdamandEve.com and use code CWC to get that offer. All right, so we fucking lied. We're not doing questions first. We're doing another quiz. Yes, I forgot that we needed to do this because this is a quiz that we've already taken about Twilight, but we did it before Chris read it because we wanted to like... You know, get your vibe. Now and now that I, context. Now that I know everything and I'll know about my character more than I get at the end of yeah. this. Yeah. So this is obviously who we are in the Twilight universe. So it's what's your stance on love? Um, love, love. Like I secretly love it. I have lots of crushes or I get super attached. Um, I'm going to say fucking I, plenty of room for more. I mean, it's pretty decent. I'm going to say love, love. Okay. What about blood? I tend to bleed a lot. <laughs> I want it, but I'm cool. What? What the fuck? <laughs> eh. <laughs> um, it's there, like yum. <laughs> Must fight urge. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. I want it now. Ew, like blood blood? Is this like all things Bella has said at some point in the series? This like... It's like a fucked up haiku. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's there. <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, okay, I'm going to say... Yeah, I was going to say it's there. It's the only one I'm going to pick that's the same. Okay. People call you sporty, charming, a homebody, helpful, mysterious, passionate, reserved, annoying, or energetic. I'm going to say a homebody. <laughs> um, I'll say 
I was going to say hopeful or reserved. You're fucking reserved. Reserved. Okay. What's your favorite kind of meat? Oh, my God. Chicken, boar, was lost, beef, turkey, pork, deer, humans. I don't eat meat. I don't know. Okay, barring the fact that we're not eating meat. like I don't really. I would pick fish, and it's not even on here, so I'm oh, going to wow. say what I don't eat fuck? meat. What the fuck? Why would they do that? Um, I will pick beef. I, I will pick beef. I will pick beef. I smell like beef. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Extreme compassion, reading minds, magic shield, turning into an animal, manipulating an emotions, seeing the future. I want it all. Wait, I need more time to choose. Nah, I'm cool. I'm wow, going to say turning got, into like, an animal. They ran out of ideas at the end of that. Yeah. They ran out of powers in the fucking book, but like the whole last book has like every power ever. Yep. Um, um, I would say turning into an animal. I think that's lit. Uh, honestly, I want to be fucking Alice. We'll see you in the future. Okay, I would hate that. Just letting you know. <laughs> um, which one is the coolest instrument? Guitar, cello, banjo, piano, flute, drums, saxophone, fiddle, the voice, duh. Oh my god. Uh, I'm going to pick piano. They literally, there's only one of these things in the entire series. It's a piano. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. where is this question coming from? Um, I'm going to pick the voice. I knew you. I, I love that show. That. Uh, what's your favorite body part? Back, hands, hair, smile, skin, abs, feet, eyes. Weird question. I would, it is a weird question. Also, I thought that said ass. Um, uh, I really think... I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to just pick eyes. I'm going to say weird question because I think it is weird. Where would you spend your dream honeymoon? South Africa, a road trip, Brazil. Yeah, no destination. (laughs) Um, Paris, Southern Mansion. What? Hawaii, (laughs) Italy, hunting somewhere, or IDK, or no, IDC. Wow, I can't. Wow. I'm 19, I never learned how to fuck you. Um, (laughs) Uh, Hawaii. Ooh, Italy. Yes. Okay, Volturi. Sorry. Um, And finally, what is your opinion? on vampires i want to be one they're not all demonic monsters gross burdens what (laughs) that's edward um powerful more friends yay like hot ones or wait what um i'm gonna say if we're going about like these are twilight vampires um like hot ones (laughs) oh my god yes me with like a hot lady yes uh i'm gonna say they're not all demonic i kind of want to be one though too but also do i really want to live forever i don't know um like hot ones (laughs) okay (gasps) i feel like this is perfect i'm jessica oh my god (laughs) i feel like didn't you get jessica last time we took this i'm not sure like i'm not as conflict oriented as jessica but I don't know. I just feel like that's a vibe. It says, the friend that everyone needs in their life. You must be Jessica. Sure, humans might not have as much fun as vampires, but you'll show them how it's done. You're ever curious, ever so friendly. That's debatable with Jessica, you know? Yeah, right. And a little bit crazy. That's me. Who wouldn't want you as a BFF? Goddamn. I got Jacob Logan Blake. That, <laughs> I've... I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Who's the fucking mathematician in this book? <laughs> says, excuse me, yes, you, with the abs of steel. That's totally me. Uh, uh, <laughs> hello, yes, you're nice to look at, but you're even nicer to talk to. Your li- lo- loyalty knows no limits, your heart ever expanding. <laughs> sure, sometimes you don't like to take no for an answer, Ew. but that just means you're determined. And hey, it worked out fine in the end, right? Cough, cough, for Nesme. <laughs> I hate I it. I don't like any of that. I hate Goodbye. That. If I don't. anything, you are. This, now taking this quiz, it makes me even more upset with it. I know. 
that's that's twilight the more you read it the more upset you are <laughs> and then i guess one final question is are you team jacob or team edward i'm team <laughs> team bella never left in arizona i am <laughs> team carlisle <laughs> like i'm just him being there like i i'm not team either of them honestly i'm team it. angela and bella oh fuck yeah i, I can't pick either of them I like know. they're fucking terrible that's just the age-old question you know yep all right so now let's do some questions first ones are from patreon.com slash coffee with rachel and first one's from Haley. who said hi chris and rachel I wanted to ask if there's a food or beverage that you loved in college that unfortunately isn't vegan today but you loved a lot um hmm that isn't vegan today i mean technically this pumpkin spice i'm drinking isn't vegan yeah but i'm surprised you haven't mentioned the macaroni and cheese well this is beverage food or beverage oh wow i was like you can't drink cheese i mean you could <laughs> try me <laughs> you can't download a mac and cheese <laughs> oh well yeah mac and cheese yeah because i don't care one. what you say it's it's not gonna be craft but if i veganize it did we talk about this the last time how chow cheese is like amazing because like we made grilled cheese out of it i know you talked about it on your snapchat it's like but... the only thing i could eat on its own like there's no other vegan cheese that i would just eat by itself it's the yeah. only one it's weird. I don't but know how it's to do not, it. But it's not craft. Like, no, it's not craft, and they don't have a cheddar, and there's just nothing you can do about it, and I'm not trying any They need any to make others. it even faker so that it's one of those accidental vegan products, okay? Listen, we made That's that- That's like the one thing I would say. <laughs> we made that one, and our apartment smelled for days. I'm not doing it again. Daya is never entering my it home. It died in my microwave. <laughs> it was too much. What about you? Uh, it was mac and cheese, definitely. Or a hoagie, because, like, an Italian sub. Ugh. Oh. A nice salam. Ooh, a nice pastrami. I was reading an article. Green bologna and cheese? That's there's, never gonna be vegan. There's, like, a, uh, there's a restaurant in New York called Katz's Diner or whatever. Or Katz's Deli, excuse me. Wow. I just offended so many of my Jews. Okay. <laughs> but they, it's mostly, like, Jewish deli food. So, like, a lot of pastrami. Yeah. And they have it where you see, like, stacks of it. Right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, those big sandwiches. And so they have a fucking, a vegetarian one. I put in quotes. And it's just, like, a, it's, like, as much cheese as you would have, like, the pastrami. Oh, my It's God. just kind of, like, a joke. And it's, like, making fun of people that are vegetarian or whatever, which is eye roll. Um... But fuck, just like a regular real pastrami sandwich with like a spicy brown mustard on like some really good bread. <laughs> like I'm dying. I just, I get it. It's wrong, but it tastes. But it tastes so right. right. <laughs> I just bumped my microphone. Okay, next one is from Michelle, who said, Hi, Chris and Rachel. I'm currently working a full-time job, exercising before work most mornings, and trying to study for the GRE. My biggest problem is how tired I am when I get home from work. In hopes of not losing my mind, what are your best time management tips? I'm just a girl trying to avoid that college exhaustion. Oh, God, I'm the worst person to ask. Um, Chris is much I would say that, like, wow, it sucks to get to that point, like, you definitely like schedule yourself time that's relaxation time that because you do deserve it <laughs> yeah like even it if usually you, just means getting up earlier which is awful <laughs> even if you have to take a day where like you don't do exercise or something like that like you you have to have a time within your week somewhere where you have fun things that you do to just unwind relax that they don't necessarily have to be take a lot of energy out of take it. a lot of energy or like be pushing you towards like you know like studying or your job or like 
you know, like, working out or anything like that that are, like, supposed to be, like, positive things for you and things that you should be doing. Like, it can be a time where you're just, like, relaxing and not doing anything. It's like, we say that, but then we also forgot to drink water for four years in college. Yeah. So it's so, like... <laughs> you know, it's easier to give the advice than to follow it. But, uh, yeah, that's what I would say. You Benadryl would... helps me sleep. <laughs> that's my <laughs> advice. God, what the fuck? I know. I'm the I'm bad. I'm College bad. was not the I just was like no sleep girl. And that's yeah. not good. It's not it, good. It's very not bad for your skin. Good. I can speak to that right now. When we haven't had a lot of sleep and I'm cranky. <laughs> he is cranky. I get cranky when I don't have sleep. Okay, next question is do you guys get or how do you feel about when you get the question of when you guys are going to get married? I'm currently with my spouse for six years now, and that's all we ever hear. I never have a good response because all i ever want to say to them is that it's none of their business but i have to be yeah. polite to family members surprisingly like it's like you're not talking to your i think family. your families have to care to ask that question yeah, exactly that's the thing like, but i do get that from like peers yes because it's abnormal for you to not get married after like two years yes so i never say anything other than just like I can't afford that because like technically I really can't I mean yeah that's a fucking it's not wrong you can't, like. when will I be able to like stop using that excuse I don't know but I usually just say something to the effect of like that you know I don't know we're just having really I don't expect it to happen anytime soon you know it's not like we're not trying to be together because we have our own reasons we all know this like you guys have heard our stances on our marriage and everything yeah but, like, I usually just say, like, I can't fucking afford it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, like, me personally, I'm not getting asked that question. Really well, yeah, because anybody. they only ask women. Yeah, women. True. Yeah, you gotta lock down the guy, you know? I, uh, I got I vomited saying that. I, I vomited just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> no. I know, because it is, it's so, like, it's so... It's so frustrating, and then I see the same people ask people that are already married, and they're like, when are you having kids? Which is so intrusive, and yes. you have no idea, like, Like, what... if they're even able to? Yeah, or, or, like, if, or if they want trying. to? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man, let's just stay out of people's lives. I know. Like, you know, if people want to share it, that's fine and dandy. Like, My advice it. would like, be, like, I would honestly say, without saying that it's no one's business, I would say, because, like, it really isn't, but I would just say, be like, I don't know, I don't really feel comfortable discussing that or something i know it sounds weird yeah, it's like, people are like Ooh. it just sucks that like you know even if you say it like in the most play way ever people are gonna take it fucking wrong they're gonna I be know. like oh my god like why are you what about you like when are you getting married yeah <laughs> i don't know uh next question is what are some spooky movies you guys recommend could be scary or silly Ooh, spooky Coraline. Yes, that's on Netflix now. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's new or not, but damn, watch that one because that's spooky. Obviously, you gotta watch Hocus Pocus. It's a classic. Yeah, what they are we... rebooting it, which they should have just done a sequel because I know everyone involved said that they would do it. What am I apparently watching this weekend? Halloween Town. Halloween Town, yes. Halloween is cool. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait. And then we have to watch like the second one and not the one where they recast her. Okay. Guys, we I'm not a scary movie type of person. The only scary movie that I have seen that I could handle... Actually, no, that's a lie. I've never handled any of them. I can't do it. I also really don't like the campy-ass ones. Like, I'm just not that kind of girl. I like... I'm liking to... Thrillers movie, more. Yeah, I like movies that, like, have a dark atmosphere like a scary movie <laughs> can. But, like, not, like... 
my god, Saw or like fucking oh like Saw. Freddy versus Jason. They're or rebooting like Saw. That. They're doing like an origin story about Jigsaw. It's called fucking Jigsaw. Like that's it. Yeah, like, I saw that. I didn't see the movie. I just saw like oh god, an article. Again, Paranormal Activity would be the one scary movie that I actually really enjoyed. Um, Open Water. It's a shark movie. It's oh, pretty yeah. scary. That's it's scary in fucked. its own regard. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> um, but if I'm talking like Halloweeny, we already pretty much covered all of them. Halloweeny. Also, Casper. Oh. <laughs> Come on, bitch. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, in the same vein, are there any movies that we're interested that will be coming out in the near future? Well, the new Star Wars. Yes, absolutely. That will be this year. And then, obviously, whenever the fuck the next Harry Potter Fantastic Beast comes out. And where out. to find them. Yes. Um, even though, fuck Johnny Depp. I feel like I have to say that every episode. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Also, fuck, there was something else I don't coming out. Really, like, the last movie we saw was Dunkirk, and we all know how we felt about There's that There's so many like, that are coming out that I forget all of them. Because I'm that person that waits for it to be too late. We <laughs> we just saw Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, like, there are so many movies that, like, come out, and we're like, oh my god, it looks great, we should see it. And then, like, we're not going to the theater or anything, and then we just forget. So, so that's, that's cool. me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the Incredibles sequel. Whenever that's actually coming oh, out. Oh yeah, I'll see that. Uh, it, what was it? There was something else that Pixar was doing, wasn't there? That like I was like really into, but I don't know. I, knew, uh, I, I just, don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe, what is Pixar? What is cooking Pixar? Up? Aren't they supposed to be making a new Toy Story as well? Which I, I am I'm fucking over it, honestly. Like I give that doll a rest. Like literally, I was here for one, two, and then three was like the most perfect ending. It was so it, dark too. It, like it grew up with us and everything, and like I was very excited that that was the end. And then they're like, "No, just kidding. Here's seventeen more. Like fuck off. Just do like a side movie where it's just the Barbies. <laughs> I know that's like a Barbie movie because yes. those exist too, but like just do that." Uh, next question is, what are your dream endings for either Gilmore Girls or Harry Potter? Oh my god, <laughs> that's so overwhelming. Okay, oh. so let's talk about Gilmore Girls, because if we're going to count a day and <laughs> a year in the life... Ah, it would have counted... Alright, what my dream ending would have been is like Alexis Bledel being able to perform her character in the future. <laughs> Growing enough to actually be able to act her character. Uh, <laughs> it would have been better closure on, like, Lane, and that's, like, my main concern. I All right, so it's October. This is usually the time where I watch Gilmore Girls all the way through. Yeah. And we are going to be doing it. We're just trying to finish the fucking Leftovers, which is a totally different vibe yeah, from Gilmore wow, Girls. Yeah, way fucking dark. But, and um... I need to redo A Year in the Life. And then we'll reconvene against how we feel about it. I'm not gonna. My opinion is not gonna change. I can tell you that right I now. I much like, preferred the ending that they did when it was what season six or whatever, season seven. Yeah, I wanted like Rory to just be like a successful fucking writer and not like the type of career person they made her into in the. It just doesn't make sense. Like I get that like. I enjoy that they didn't make her an immediate success because I feel like, That's once real. again, it's real. It's what happens to a lot of young people that are like set up to believe that they're going to immediately get a job and everything. But I don't think they would have ever had Rory fucking Gilmore like be unprepared for an interview. Like yeah. It just was too different from her normal character. I would have liked to see her have hiccups, but then eventually find something that does fit with, you know, I don't know. And I... Like I'm still happy with Lorelai being with Luke, obviously. Like that's. But what they I didn't want. fix their relationship at all. Yeah, exactly. they needed to work on it. And I liked Emily's ending. 
yeah. the most. That was the best part about it all. I don't uh, know. And then Harry Potter. Um, I mean... I wanted Ron fucking yeah, dead. Yeah, no, that would be the main thing. It's just like, <laughs> wow, that would have been impactful if Ron died. I just, like... I. Okay, this is my main complaint in Twilight 2. Like, no one fucking, like, gets... Like, I know it's fucked up, but, like, Carlisle should have died because he's the one that started all of the Cullens, and it just would have been, like, a sad, like, emotional thing, and honestly, I feel like they... And, like, Arrow should have done it. It was too much of a happy ending. Like, I'm a dark binge. I'm sorry. Like, Like, it's emotional, though, and it's, like, good drama. Like, Like, you have J.K. Rowling killing one of a twin set. Killing Colin Creevy. That was... Fucked. No one even prepared me for that. Her Hedwig. Be- Hedwig. Her, her being like, I saved Arthur, so I knew I had to kill Lupin. Like, yeah, fuck. Like, literally- but yeah, Ron, Ron should have died. Um, <laughs> that's literally the only thing I would have changed. <laughs> and then, yes, that's fucked up for Hermione, but honestly, do you think Hermione really needs a man? <laughs> like, come on. It's a little, like... She would still grow up to be the minister of magic. She would kick ass. She would just be amazing. I know it's fucked up, but it just I, it, someone from that trio needed to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, Harry did die. But... <laughs> yeah, that was. The but darkest. honestly, that's really it. Like, I, I don't have anything other than like in the movie they could have made the old face a little bit better. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, and like they could have actually given Hagrid a line with Harry at the yeah, end. Yeah, Hagrid needed that's a the, lot ac- more. That's actually time. number one on my list. Like, but even before Ron, because that's the most fucked up. They thing give ever. you a scene with Dumbledore, like in the afterlife, essentially, but you don't. You get barely anything with Hagrid. Hagrid's the first introduction. He gets into this entire fucking world like he should have been like there at the very end of it all. i know he's the one that delivered harry to the dursleys yeah god damn it he deserves justice justice for hagrid get that it's, trending yes also, i would have changed hedwig dying because i think that was a low blow jk <laughs> that was just you know to set the tone of like here you go here's a million deaths we already knew way. the like... tone we read order of the phoenix <laughs> Jesus and the other one, the other one, half blood. The, the other one. They're all dark. It's it's dark ever since fucking our paths was gone. Yeah. You know, we. Yeah. Have, I still would have loved to know like what I would have thought if I read these without the characters' visuals in my head. You know what yeah. I mean? Same with Twilight for you, probably. I had now all I, sorts of pictures. Now I don't reread the entire series without like having. You're picturing the Daniel yeah. Radcliffe and shit. Exactly. And they do, they do a great job. Yes. We've talked about this. We have really gone in. Um, You guys are so chill and confident in your relationship. Was it always like that, or how did you get to a good place? Um, Well, we definitely are not, like, problem-free always. You know what I mean? Like, we fight. We have lots of ongoing issues that we're both working on. The difference is that, like, we don't give up, and we also, like... Talk. consistently check in and make sure that we're addressing prior issues and, and stuff you know, like that. that was probably like my biggest growth area is the ability to communicate because if you knew me from beginning of like youtube and everything i didn't 2010. speak so like that also was, criticism yes criticism that is something that i am learning to accept yeah <laughs> but yeah i'd say that pretty early on you know we've been pretty chill and confident in it because like we've always i just have a lot going on that my relationship cannot be too tumultuous you know what i mean like i I just i don't know if we just both lucked out that we both feel that way or what but i could never there's just i can't imagine a situation i don't know i just i have a lot going on and i need something to be stable yes (laughs) and i don't know and we've already talked about jealousy before, and that's I feel like that's a relationship killer 
in general, Absolutely. and I just can't stomach her. Trust, you know what I mean? trust communication. Those... And we say the shit as if it's like, you know, it's like our handbook or whatever. And I get it, but like, we're not per- we're not a perfect couple. We definitely have a lot of things that like we struggle with, you know, as a fucking couple. And nobody's everything. gonna be a perfect couple. Yeah, like, yeah. we're fine. But like, yeah. you know, it, everyone has their issues, and also like. I know that not everybody is capable of, like, what we have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it takes, like, you have to be, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel don't weird know. giving relationship advice because this is the only one I've ever had that's even been successful. Me so, too. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get you. Yeah. I, I, I just, just tell like you, like, what, what we've done in it to make it go as long as it has. But, yeah. And then I think we'll wrap it up with this last question. Uh, recently, I've been feeling nostalgic about YouTube from 2009 to 2013 era. Me? <laughs> uh, it was my secret hiding place away from my family problems and growing pains as a teenager. I would love to hear from a content creator's perspective what you miss the most about YouTube of the past. Also, do you even think it's still possible to have a secret hiding place online with, in 2017, everyone and their grandma is online? I... Ooh, okay. Well, if we're talking about that last question, um, I actually, like, Chris and I both made, like, Reddit accounts that are not, like, affiliated with anything else so that we could, like, follow the subreddits that we wanted, comment on the things that we wanted, get involved in, like, community stuff without, like, having anything attached to our personas or anything. Because, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I, as I became more public on the internet, like, I don't have, like, any communities that are not... It's not like we're hiding not... fucking dark secrets from no. you guys. <laughs> no! Oh, my God, that does sound weird. But... Secretly. <laughs> no, it's just, like, I even did that on YouTube. I made a new YouTube account, and now I can leave comments because I'm not going to be the top of everyone's fucking See, comment that's box. that's, like, a whole different scenario. I Because, like, you would be literally the top comment in every I'm verified. video. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not that I'm leaving, like, hate comments. It's just, like, sometimes I have an opinion about a product, and I just don't feel, like, attaching you don't my fucking be the name. Spotlight. Yeah, like, it's it's just, it's not that deep. I want to be able to comment on, like, recipe videos and ask a question and not feel like people are looking at me, like, why did you ask if you can replace that with applesauce? <laughs> I don't know. So that's so my first that, thing. Like, yeah, like, we started off online with, like, using usernames because we were like, oh, my God, the Internet's so weird. We don't want, to, want anybody to know our real names. Then we were all like, okay, we can do this. We can use our real names. And now we're slowly reverting back into, like, using some fucked up weird names. And, like, I'm, like, not on YouTube. I'm not showing my face online. I mean, I just <laughs> yeah. will share selfies. Comes full circle. It's funny. But in terms of, like, me as a past like youtuber and how i feel about like old youtube i definitely like i definitely miss a lot of it i feel like the beauty community especially is like not even close to what it is now oh yeah and it's not that it's like terrible now i mean it kind of <laughs> it kind of is in certain ways the technology like i'm i feel like i get the technology is so advanced <laughs> it's advanced where like maybe it's not i don't know either way i can see shit really clearly like yes but are they using a filter you don't know yeah exactly you don't know if they're putting primer down like there's so many variables now i do miss like the community feel of youtube now i feel like it's very much like every man for themselves and the only collabs you see are literal business transactions like i hope you guys know that when you see like randomly two youtubers it's sometimes they are friends but most of the time it's when you see people and they're like you, you, when you, you can, can tell, tell they've never fucking like, met before. Like int- sometimes they like introduce themselves to each other, like and then like. I watched like- a video with like two big YouTubers doing a collab, and like you, it was so clear that the one YouTuber had never seen the other person's videos before because they had like an intro that was like extra, and they were like just so confused by it. And it's yeah. like when I see shit like that, I'm like, this is like taking and the genuine. community out of it. 
it's a very much getting ingenuine. It's, that's what it, I would say. It's ve- that's what I would say. It's very ingenuine. You don't have a lot of people just like sitting down and being like themselves and like without a filter or like any like crazy editing. Like you just don't see. I mean, there are people like this is not everyone because there definitely are. But people. it's what's popular. But it's like, are you trying to make a living? It's just yeah. I hate that you have to fight against this losing battle of an algorithm to make a living when before you could literally just make a living just loving your passions, being yourself, engaging with the community. And they've made it so hard now that you have to like literally become the shell of who you are to make money unless you have like crowdfunding, which they now like barely even let you link to. And they're like, oh, you can link it in your description. But then if you put links in your description that are not YouTube videos, that takes away from their stuff so they don't put you up in the searches. And now it's like, if you click the notification bell, you're not even getting notified all the time. It's like, what is the fucking purpose of this fucking platform? Like, I would say that like, creators that are out there that are really honestly doing it just because they want to and not because they, they're trying to you make can tell what you're it. watching yeah like that that's probably where you'll find communities and like more classic youtube as they say like yeah i am i i miss i miss i definitely miss like the early to mid 2000s like makeup videos especially like when we would get so excited about like new releases and it wasn't just like the rush to talk about it and like barely review it but it was like people were so excited the passion when, like, you could feel the passion there was so much passion there and like tutorials like now i feel like i don't even see tutorials i just see people putting on get makeup they've never me. used before yeah or like just gimmicky products to see how weird they are which i find those videos entertaining like it is funny to see someone use a product that is really weird but I don't want to just see that. And then when we're talking about like other parts of YouTube, I mean, when I think of like the Jake Paul, Faze Banks, Rice Gum era of just like all these like skinny rich kids that have mansions and they're a mess, I just, that's what's popular. And it yeah. makes me so mad. And then you see all these like LGBT creators not even being able to make it anymore because they make it so impossible to make money off of like fucking educational content. Yeah. It just, it makes me so sad, but then all these people are moving their communities elsewhere, which sucks. I would, and I feel like the people that are out there trying to make truly genuine educational content that is beneficial or just even entertaining content, but they're like really genuine about it. Like it's not. Or just different. You're like they're, they're not being able to be seen because it's like YouTube is so you know, commercialized. Like it's so like business. It's not like it doesn't need to be a business. It's just that, I, like, I know I know it's like, become like you know what works on Instagram now. You know what works on Twitter, and you know what works on YouTube. And I don't know. Yeah. It you, it it lost its fucking luster, and like we can all fucking admit that it did that. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I've I've just now I feel like I find I find myself more engaged in online communities like little niche areas of reddit or you know patreon with all of you guys or the people that listen to this show which is like a little small internet community and like i don't know i have a great time on fucking twitter because my twitter followers are fucking hilarious it's fucking great but yeah there's some communities on reddit that can be great yeah there's terrible ones i just stay far away far away from them like (laughs) so far away (laughs) just like there's some weird places on fucking tumblr like there's some terrible places i just honestly i just stay the fuck away from tumblr Tumblr is just like it's gone she's gone for me yeah absolutely 
So I think that's a good fucking point to uh, stop. We yes. went a little bit longer today, guys. We had a lot to discuss today. Yes, we did. We I mean, did. honestly, if we're doing once a week, like you guys are not going to be complaining. I know we you guys needed... like it when we go longer anyway, because you're like my commute. Yay. We needed that really long Twilight discourse. Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> that's going to be the title of this. Yes. Um, Benches, so, stay tuned. The yes. rest of you guys, where's my paper cup? <laughs> oh my god, yeah, this is gonna be trash. I know. All right, we love you guys. We hope you guys are having a great week and keep your chin up. Yes. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. All right, benches. Like we said, we are doing fucking Twilight bench time because that needed to happen. <laughs> yes, it's long overdue. Yes. So let's start off with Valerie Molina, who is Arrow's secretary, Valentina. Jackie Goldfarb is Edward's golden eyes. Emily Sweeney is the sweet aroma of Edward's breath. Melanie Weldon is Alice predicting the lottery to make them wealthy. Alex Capraro is the Cullen's wall of graduation caps. Shannon Shires is Bella forming her shield. Alicia McKee is Alice, the best vampire. Kimberly Proza is Edward if he drove a Prius. <laughs> Sarah Booth is me booing the book every time Stephanie Meyer says granite. <laughs> Taylor Collins is the Cullen's house, a.k.a. the best character. Emma Corbeil is the fact that Mike Newton doesn't play a core role at all. Angelica Feliz is Jessica's glasses. Emily Milligan is Bella almost getting crushed by that van. Chelsea Grundy is Charlie's grumpy demeanor. Haley Welsh is Jasper Hale's stiff posture. Katie Kelly is me yelling every time Stephanie Meyer uses the name of the book awkwardly. Ishbel Mendez is Bella eating mushroom ravioli. A vibe. <laughs> Stephanie Lee is Stephanie Meyer writing four books about one wet dream. <laughs> Jane Thompson is Jane searing someone with her stare. Amanda McKnight doesn't think cloudy Seattle is the equivalent to nighttime. Me either. Chloe Fallon-Maluin is Jacob complaining about the foul-smelling vampires. Kayla Bean has been wondering if Renee actually knows anything. Brandy Robbins is Bella being robbed of a healthy relationship. Megan McNally is Emmett egging everyone on. I thought it was just egging. Oh my god. Michelle Cox is Bella wanting that frozen granite cock. (laughs) Amazing. Rebecca Mack is the Macintosh apple Edward catches. I'm so upset. Joanna Jensen is me sending Esme a bigger role in this franchise. Leslie Wright is me wishing Stephanie Meyer knew how to write. Alexandria Taylor is the alien planet known as Forks Washington. Yes. <laughs> Renee Medina is bad CGI Renezme. Gwen Stowe is the wind blowing Bella's scent and fucking everything up. Sloan Fuller, examples of a toxic controlling relationship. This book is full of them. Oh my god. We just like straight up dragged the series. Yeah, we did. Time. Kat Schultz is Edward's empty shell as Bella is dying. <laughs> it's just his shell. Kim Greeley is Stephanie Meyer really making Bella's sex drive a plot point. <laughs> Jason Gonzalez is my pure son, Seth. Lindsay Torlina is Edward Torn over the color of his new Volvo. Jess Adams is Jessica's iconic dialogue and internalized misogyny. Megan Oxley is Emmett, strong as an ox. Oh my god. (laughs) Or like stronger, obviously. Daisy Blossom Dottie is the daisies growing in the meadow as Edward sparkles. The meadow. Kennedy Rochelle is me wanting to shelter Seth and Leah from any pain. M. Smack is Emmett's sexual innuendos. Rebecca Edmondson is Edward's granite nipples sparkling in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Taryn Parker is Edward parking his Volvo meticulously. Lutzi is... Bella losing sleep over aging. Uh, Losing. uh, I know. Bailey Lynn is Bella bailing on all of her human friends. Emily Tormey is the torture of Stephanie Meyer using the word moon six times in one paragraph. (laughs) 
Sonia Vaz Brune is Edward Brooding for the entire first three books. Sabrina Hughes is Zafrina, aka the most underrated vampire in the whole series. Absolutely. Amen. Stephanie Oliver is Stephanie Meyer, appearing awkwardly in all of the movies. <laughs> oh my god. Fiona is Jasper, feeling my anxiety. <laughs> Juanita Cara is Daddy Carlisle. Hey, Into the Twilight. Annie Wynn is Stephanie Meyer, never answering how a dead person can get an erection. That, I need to know. Holy shit. Courtney Hall is Bella passing out in the hall after the blood test in biology. Cassandra Lee is me leaving all these straighties behind. <laughs> Angela is me wishing Angela was written to be queer. Aaron Bray is how brave Seth is at all times, especially in Eclipse. The real hero of this story. Jada Goshi is me picturing Jacob whittling a tiny wolf out of wood. My Elizabeth is the meadow. Avery Labelson is me having a very tough time reading some of Stephanie's sentences. Anthony Hood is me wanting Wanting to see Edward Cullen wearing a like beige hoodie. You know oh my god, his khakis and a beige hoodie. Mariah Hanna is Edward trying to handle smelling Bella and Bio. AKA the best scene in all the movies. Yes. Liz Hallbrook is Bella reading the same book every 10 minutes. Oh my god. Madison Greer is Edward being mad about every one of Bella's needs. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Megan Preyas is us all praying that Bella leaves Edward in the future. Corey Springfield is Muse playing over a field of baseball uniform-wearing vampires. Jacksador Who is movie Jasper being creepy as fuck. Bridget Carey Davis is Edward carrying Bella like a small infant. What the fuck, though? <laughs> Sophia Cock is all the times we've thought about Edward's icy hard cock. <laughs> so sorry. Ash Roselle is Rosalie's badass underrated backstory. Beth Fonseca is me thinking about how many seconds I lost to this franchise. Oh my god. Kendall Berg is... Bella saying burr as she freezes to death on the top of a mountain in Eclipse. Megan Grilly is Charlie grilling up all his fish from the plot device fishing trips. <laughs> Chloe Ireland is Charlie being the best character in the entire series. Haley Cadwalder is Edward wallowing for the entire series. <laughs> Camellia Malky is Edward's khakis. Amanda Pete is wondering if vampires have to pee. Lawrence Vaughn is Bella shivering from some frosty sex. I hate this. Caitlin Whalen is me wailing because there's not a single gay in this franchise. Dana Daly is Bella not thinking it's weird that Edward secretly watches her sleep daily. Joanna Tartaglini is the glistening sound effect used in the movie for whenever a vampire steps out <laughs> to the sun. Claire Wood is all of the wolves doing cool shit in the woods. Anna Hernandez is Mike Newton's desperation. Flynn and Drew are Alice drawing the ballet studio expertly. Mackenzie Knight is Bella Googling vampire lore at night. And Rachel Evans is everyone wondering if Edward would take a shot of Bella's Diva Cup. That is my number one most unanswered question. Stephanie Meyer, please get to us on that but one. But you know she would. Like, All right, so the rest of the Bapos, I would say, are all of the humans that have just been at school wondering why everyone is so wild. Wondering <laughs> and just wondering who, what the fuck is going on in this town. Are. We've got Dana Marie Smith, Brie Cram, Ashley Riefenberger, Mallory, Allie Malone, and Kathleen Wynn. So thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed this Twilight episode. We promise we'll shut the fuck up about it now. I mean, I'm sure anybody that's read the series is really enjoying this discourse. Let us know what supernatural series we should tackle next because we want to do one because Chris is making me read the fucking boring books by a man's perspective what are they called <laughs> dan brown yeah i don't want to read them but they're not supernatural so give us a fucking recommendation and if it's trashy great you Perfect. know that's what we're here for but not anyway doing diversion no no let's do something a little bit Different. that we haven't done already yes all right we love you guys we'll see you later bye bye